My name is George Yoder and I'm nine years old. And why is Jesus better than anything else? Because he died on the cross and three days later he rose again. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Welcome, friends, to the last episode in our series through the book of Luke. Next week, we'll be starting a brand new series in the Old Testament, but I won't give away all my surprises yet. Last week, we talked about the confusion of the women and disciples when they found the tomb where Jesus' body had been laid standing empty and how Jesus surprised two of them along the road. He then appeared to the rest of the disciples who were gathered together in a locked room because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came in and stood among them. He said, May peace be with you. Then he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were so happy when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, May peace be with you. The Father has sent me, so now I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. Thomas was one of the twelve disciples who was not with the other disciples when Jesus came. So they told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, First, I must see the nail marks in his hands. Put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side. Only then will I believe. A week later, Jesus' disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came in and stood among them. He said, May peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen me, but still have believed. Jesus performed many other signs in front of his disciples. They are not written down in this book, but these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God. If you believe this, you will have life because you belong to him. After this, when the disciples had gone home, Jesus appeared to them again. This time it was by the Sea of Galilee. Here's what happened. Simon Peter and Thomas were there together. Nathanael and the sons of Zebedee were with them. So were two other disciples. I'm going out to fish, 
Simon Peter told them, and they said, We'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat. That night they didn't catch anything. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples didn't realize that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, don't you have any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat. There you'll find some fish. When they did, they couldn't pull the net into the boat because there were too many fish in it. Then the disciple Jesus loved said to Simon Peter, It's the Lord. As soon as Peter heard that, he put on his coat and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish. The shore was only about a hundred yards away. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals with fish on it. There was also some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you've just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net to shore. It was full of a hundred fifty-three large fish. But even with that many fish, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared to ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them. He did the same thing with the fish. This was the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. When Jesus and the disciples had finished eating, Jesus spoke to Simon Peter. He asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these others do? Yes, Lord, he answered, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my lambs. Again Jesus asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. Jesus spoke to him a third time. He asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt bad because Jesus had asked him the third time, Do you love me? He answered, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my sheep. What I'm about to tell you is true. When you were younger, you dressed yourself. You went wherever you wanted to go. But when you're old... You will stretch out your hands. Someone else will lead you where you don't want to go. Jesus said this to point out how Peter would die. His death would bring glory to God. Then Jesus said to him, Follow me. Later, Jesus led his disciples out to the area near Bethany. Then he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him. With great joy, they returned to Jerusalem. Every day, they went to the temple, praising God. Have you ever felt like giving up on something? 
maybe you started a puzzle and it just felt too hard. Or maybe you spent the evening trying to figure out your math homework. Maybe it feels like your brother or sister will never be nice to you. Or like you'll never be able to make your mom or dad happy. One of my favorite things about God is that when we tell him we want him to be our king, he never gives up on us. Even when we struggle to be kind or believe that he's really with us. Even when Thomas said he had to touch Jesus's wounds to believe that Jesus had really come back from the dead, Jesus was patient with Thomas. Thomas just couldn't believe what the other disciples had said. So when Jesus appeared to the disciples a second time, he invited Thomas to touch him and see that he was really alive. And Jesus said, that we are even more blessed than Thomas and the other disciples when we believe in Jesus without being able to touch him or give him a hug yet. And when Jesus went back to heaven, the Holy Spirit he sent to be with his disciples is the same Holy Spirit he sends to be with us until he comes back. When the disciples got back home to Galilee, they decided to go fishing. But when they recognized Jesus on the shore, Peter jumped out of the boat, desperate to be with Jesus. Even though he had said he didn't know Jesus while Jesus was being taken to his death, Peter still chose to swim toward Jesus because he couldn't bear being apart from him. When Jesus asked Peter if he loved him, he was really showing Peter his unconditional love which meant that Jesus had chosen to keep on loving Peter no matter what he did. He wasn't going to give up on Peter because he had sinned and denied him. Instead, Jesus made sure Peter knew that he still wanted Peter to be a part of all the good things he would do to bring the gospel to all the world. And that's exactly what happened. In fact, a short time later, After Jesus had gone back into heaven and had sent his spirit to live inside the disciples, when Peter preached his first sermon, over 3,000 people decided to follow Jesus. Peter wasn't trying to earn back Jesus' love or forgiveness through feeding his sheep, but did it because Jesus had already accepted him and wanted to help Peter share the message of salvation wherever he went. Maybe God won't lead you to preach to thousands of people or allow you to be physically hurt because of your faith in Jesus. But he is calling each of us to trust him and share his good news with the people he has put in our lives. In the school we go to, whether we're healthy or sick, whether we live in America or across the ocean somewhere else. And in all the places you don't live, God is raising up kids and adults who love him and can share his gospel message with their own neighbors and friends. And even though we can only live in one place at a time, we can pray to God who lives everywhere and ask that even in the places around the world where kids don't know who Jesus truly is, 
that God would send people to tell them the good news. Maybe you don't know any kids who have never heard of Jesus. But just imagine if there was a little boy who didn't have any brothers or sisters and his parents were really busy and he had no one to play with. Now imagine that Jesus lived next door to the boy, but the boy didn't know it. Wouldn't you want that little boy to meet Jesus so they could be together? That's what it's like when we pray for our friends who don't know Jesus, and even kids across the ocean who don't know Jesus, to meet him and invite him to live inside their hearts. Have you ever had an adult tell you something about God that you didn't feel was true? Like maybe your special pet died and someone told you that God was still good and loved you? When you struggle to believe what you've read from God's word, Satan wants you to shrink away from God in shame. But God invites us to respond like Thomas did, declaring him as as Lord and believe he can rush into our hearts with a deeper understanding of how strong and gracious and loving he is. Because God has no limits, no beginning and no end, And when we get to know God, it's like we're an astronomer with a telescope trying to see farther and farther into the universe, knowing we'll never be able to see the farthest star or galaxy no matter how strong our telescope is. And it's the same with God. Even though God is bigger than we could ever imagine or understand, He also is so glad to be as close as he can possibly be living inside of us. Sometimes I like to imagine him wrapping me up in a blanket of his love and holding me on his lap when I feel sad or afraid. The disciples fished all night and didn't catch anything because it got them ready to be wowed by Jesus' miracle of sending 153 fish into their nets. When we live by faith, trusting in Jesus, sometimes it might feel like we're fishing all night and nothing is happening. When I planted my daffodil and tulip bulbs in the ground last fall, I didn't see anything happen for six whole months all through the fall and winter. But just a couple weeks ago, the first stems popped out of the ground, and now the beautiful yellow flowers have bloomed. Sometimes, God wants to plant things about him inside our hearts, even if it feels like we're not getting any better, or we still struggle with getting angry at our sister, or to not obey right when our mom asks us to do something. But God is so glad to be in charge of growing those little seeds in our hearts as he waters our hearts with his living water. Just as the disciples spent time eating some bread and fish with Jesus, when we spend time talking with Jesus in prayer and reading his word, it's like we're sharing a meal with him too. He even called himself the bread of life when he was on the earth. 
the disciples probably felt like Jesus was leaving them too soon when they went up to the mountain and Jesus blessed them. They didn't understand how God's kingdom would come if Jesus went back into heaven. But God's plan was so much bigger than they could understand. Like taking the wrapping paper off a present so slowly that it takes you a while to figure out what it is. And it's the same with us. Whenever we feel like Jesus is taking too long to come back, and it's just too hard to keep trying to obey every day, we can remember that the present isn't all unwrapped yet. But when it is, it's going to be something we and our friends who love Jesus will get to enjoy forever. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for never giving up on us and for helping children from all over the world to know you. Would you help us to feed the sheep you bring into our lives? Thanks for always going with us. Amen. Okay, boys and girls, let's keep enjoying Jesus, and I'll talk to you next time.